Hey, 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 what's up? It's your girl T and this is another episode of the How to Turn Your Goals into Reality podcast. So today's episode is going to be special. It's a little bit different. We haven't done this before. And because of that, I am really excited to share it with you. But before we jump into that, I just want to say that I am super grateful for you. Thank you for listening to the show. Thank you for sharing it with your friends. Thank you for being a part of this community. Like this all started from me blogging, using my laptop at home with two kids under two, just blogging about what I was going through with my struggles, with, with achieving my goals and the things that I wanted to do. And, you know, the pressure that I was feeling because I was a mom and all these things, it all started from a blog. So I, I'm so grateful that I get to record these episodes for you and just like share them with you to in, enjoy in your everyday life. You know, whether you listen to this while you're washing the dishes or washing your clothes or even playing with your kids, I just want to say thank you so much for including me in your day and for allowing me to be just a voice of encouragement and empowerment when life is going crazy. All right. So in this episode, we are doing a complimentary coaching session with Stephen, and you're going to hear about Stephen's dreams and aspirations later on in the episode. But what I want you to really listen for are some of the questions that he asked that could relate to you. So, for example, we talk about things like, how can I stay motivated? What can I do to overcome procrastination? How can I better manage my time? Right. Especially now during quarantine, when everybody's locked up, it's like we have so much more time but it still somehow manages to slip through our fingers because we don't know what to do with it. And even if we do know what to do with it, it's hard for us to manage it. Like for me, I have three kids under four. It's extremely hard to like have a full two hours just sitting down doing work, you know, like without somebody coming to me and asking for something, (laughs) you know, and I'm not complaining about it at all. It's definitely a blessing to have everybody home. I'm enjoying, you know, this, this new normal way of living, but it's not like what it was, right? I don't have as much time as I used to have. I don't have, it's just forced me to be more focused. So in this episode, in this coaching session, you're going to hear one, how I coach. So you're going to notice that instead of giving the answers, I try to help you to find the answers. So I want you to play Steven. I want you to listen to this episode with your goals in mind, okay? I want you to act as if it's you and I talking here in this episode. Like I'm coaching you through your specific goals, whether that's to write a book, whether that's to complete an album, whether that's to launch your business, like no matter what the goal is, I want you to grab your notebook, grab a pen, hit play to this episode, and then listen as if I was coaching you. All right, let's go. Hey, what's up? It's your girl T forever. And you are now tuned into the how to turn your goals into reality podcast. I help purpose driven goal getters, leaders, and big dreamers who struggle with self-discipline and procrastination to take action on their big, crazy business and lifestyle goals all so that you can live 100% in control of your life. So you know what I mean, right? 
Imagine a life where you have 100% control of your time, your income, your relationships, your environment, all that good stuff, right? So this is the place where you come to learn practical strategies that'll help you to turn your goals into reality in 90 days or less. Are you ready? Let's go. All right. So today we have Steven and he's going to be um, receiving some free coaching here live on the show. So Steven, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. Nova Scotia found here. You know? <laughs> Nova Scotia there, bye. <laughs> so tell us a little bit about yourself. What is your dream? What is What is your goal? Well, I'm... I'm 27 years old. I was born and raised in good old Halifax, the, the first founding city in this beloved country of ours, 1749. <laughs> nice. There you go, Halifax, you know. Um, and I've always been a fan of very interesting movies, you say. I, I My favorite book of all time is The Godfather by Maracuzzo. Um, it's an awesome book. You should read it. It's a great movie, but the book's always better than the movie. <laughs> um, and I also study opera at university as well. So I, I do sing too, but that's more of a hobby. Um, than okay, so what is your um, goal? My goal is to try and write a story that hopefully will sell in something big. Hopefully. So you um, want to write a book? Yeah. Yeah, a novel. Okay. Based, you know, on the mafia so that's the that's the uh that's the goal and uh yeah i hope for that we'll achieve one day cool and why is this important to you because uh i've always wanted to write novels even when i was a kid like i would write little short stories i mean i mean they're okay they are now but and uh and i wrote a few good essays for university that um, um, all my professors liked and that's kind of why I want to try and do a little bit of creative writing instead of writing a argument you know what I mean so it'd be kind of nice to have something not that I've drawn I've drawn in the past but something that I can show expression in, in more of a different way instead of just taking a pencil and sketching something kind of thing I hear you so that's why I want Goal. Okay, cool. To... Do you feel like writing this novel is a part of your purpose? Yeah, I guess you can say that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And what would you say that your your purpose is? My purpose. Wow. Um, I know that's uh, a deep question. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're getting pretty possible. <laughs> well, I, can't, I, can't, I can't even say that word um uh, my purpose in life wow um uh, well my purpose is to of course make people happy and hopefully get married one day have children um and to hopefully maybe the show could maybe this book hopefully can be a netflix television series <laughs> <laughs> which you know, hopefully it'll be produced by Quentin Tarantino and directed by Baz Luhrmann. Two interesting people, but I think they're perfect because I love the way Baz Luhrmann does directs films and I love the way Tarantino puts a little bit of humor into it sometimes. So, yeah. Um, but hopefully that'll be a thing. 
So do you feel like you're yeah, still I'm, kind of trying to figure out what your purpose is? Yeah, I, I guess you can say that. Yeah. Um, every, you know, every day, I, I know, I'm always trying to figure out um, I'm where I'm going and where my life is headed. You know, I worked so many different jobs too. I thought healthcare was my purpose. Not. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, and security work is pretty cool. So I kind of enjoy that. Oh, hopefully, you know, I'll be well. All right. All right, cool. So let's jump in. Let's get started. Um, The way that this is going to work, for those of you who are listening, Steve is just going to ask me the questions. I do have a copy of the questions that he sent in in advance, and um, we're just going to go from there. So go ahead and shoot. All right. Question number one, where do I get inspiration? That's the thing. Okay. So just break down this question for me a little bit. What do you mean by inspiration and for what? So, like, to get through, to get through Ryder's block, for instance, like, what, what, what can inspire me to like just sit down and just really start getting her done, kind of thing? You know what I mean? Yeah. Um. Uh. And how can I try and keep that inspiration? You know what I mean? Sometimes when you lose inspiration, then that's and then therefore you don't get you lose what's the word. Um, mm-hmm. Well, maybe patience. Or like you lose the ability to try and write kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. So what I would say for that, um, when it comes to inspiration, I know, I know even for myself, it's it's kind of like putting gas in your car. Like it comes and it goes, it fills up and then it it empties. And it's just the continual, it's learning how to how to continually fill yourself up. So that you are inspired to keep going. And and what I find is knowing my purpose and understanding what I'm here on earth to do really is what keeps me inspired. Because I can hit all the goals. I can do all the things and, you know, be busy doing the things. But if it's not aligned with my purpose and with what I know I'm here to do, it doesn't inspire me to go and do anything. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So I think knowing your purpose will definitely help to keep you inspired. And also just a a practical note, because I know like not everybody listening can confidently say that they know what their purpose is. So if you are trying to figure out your purpose and you are working on a major project right now that you want to maintain your inspiration for, I would say jump on YouTube and, and watch some of those inspirational videos like they have those videos by like people like et the hip-hop preacher or um if you just type in motivation or like how to stay motivated on on youtube you'll find so many different videos filled with different things that will help you to like develop your self-discipline and your ability to focus and that can can help as well to keep you inspired because of me too, because what I mean, I mean, a few things have me get inspired. I usually see. I love soul music too, so I listen yeah. to like all the old, like you know, Bill Withers and Oh and yeah, Brown and all the freaking goodies. Yeah, and mm-hmm. I'm also a country fan too, and and I love classical music too. So you know, when I when I'm sad, throw on some old classical music and it just puts them to sleep. You know, nice. But uh, but they're awesome. Outlet. They're awesome outlet too. So. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. All right, let's go on to question yeah. number two. Yes. 
how can I manage my time better? Okay. So this, this is one of my favorite questions because I'm all about time management. Like a lot of, a lot of you listening know, and maybe you know this as well, Stephen. Um, is it Stephen or Stefan? I've been calling you Stefan. Stephen. Stephen. Oh my goodness. Yeah, you didn't correct Greek me. Way. It's the Greek way. <laughs> I don't know. All right, Stephen. <laughs> so, um, what what I do because I have three little ones under four, and of course now everybody's home because of the pandemic. So, um, what I have been practicing doing and do even more now is um, after I break my big one year goal down into a quarterly goal, which puts it down into three months, I focus on the primary task that I need to do within the three months to get the result that I want for the year. Does that make sense? Yeah. So what I would say for you, if you want to better manage your time, figure out a system that works for you because what I do might not work for you, right? I would advise right. you to, to definitely do the quarterly goals, but when it comes to like whether you use a calendar or a to-do list or, you know, some other type of app, like that, that's all based on personal preference. So just like based on, on the past, what has seemed to work for you when it comes to time management? Well, with my job, when, for example, when I work at the department buildings, in between rounds, I just sit there and do nothing. So usually, usually when I do stuff, I usually do it during that time because I'm, I'm outside, I'm, I'm awake, I'm at work, and I can be able to work on a few things. Mm-hmm. And uh, which is pretty cool. Which, but normally I'm at home. Sometimes, sometimes when I get home from work, I I just end up going to bed because I work all night. So, um, yeah. but but sometimes on my days off, I I try to get some work done too. But just okay. trying to keep motivated is what I'm trying to do. Yeah, yeah. What I would say then, since you're working, you're working on your goals while you're at work because you have. Um, long periods of time where you're not actually doing anything, um, I would say to maybe try time blocking. So instead of, you know, jumping on your phone or jumping on social media or doing something else, like filling that time with, with basically nothing, like just entertainment, you can try to say, okay, maybe today, here's two options. You can say either one, today when I go to work for, you know, five hours or whatever it is, I'm going to focus on this one chapter or this one Um, section of the book. Or you can say option two, I'm going to do two things during my five hours of, you know, nothingness at work. I'm going to focus on two of my top priorities when it comes to writing this book and getting a book deal or like whatever it is that you're going to be doing after the book is written. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. It does make, yeah, for sure. So which one do you think is a better fit for you? Maybe like, block, I mean, like you said, like with uh, blocking it or something or, or focus on one particular thing. Yeah. So yeah. And for me, it's good to focus on one particular thing at a time. <laughs> yeah. Doing three things at once. Supposed to meet in, right? But <laughs> I know. Yeah. My husband is the same way. He likes to like, when he's when he's in the zone, he's in the zone. Like he he's he doesn't want to be distracted by anything else. He wants to just like 
completely focus on one thing at a time. So I totally, I totally get that. Cool. All right. What's your next question? Four. How do I stop procrastinating? Okay. So this is, this is a big deal. This is really, really big. What do you think causes you to, to procrastinate? I don't know. You got to know. I mean, I mean, I mean, I do have a learning disability as well. So that's an issue as well. Okay. Um, it, um, I've been, I, I've been, I was thinking about getting a tutor just to help me get my thoughts out on paper. Mm-hmm. And I was, and I was going to have that all done. But then my daughter is like, oh, you got, you know, it's like, uh, we don't do, because see, I'm, see, I don't like having pay for, like, I rather just pay to pay the tutor, like, per session, like, or after session, I'll send them the e-transfer, 20 bucks or whatever. But they wanted a big chunk of money at first. I'm paying them just like, you know, so I'm like, okay, so then that, and then that, so then I said, well, now I'll talk to my, my teacher. And, uh, so then, so that tutor doctor thing didn't work out. So I thought, well, maybe I'll talk to my old teacher from grade eight. And she's like, yeah, I'll tutor you. And uh, she ended up getting sick, and I just never bothered <laughs> going. <laughs> and, and, then, and this whole pandemic started, and I'm just like, oh my God, what do I? So, um, so what yeah. do you feel like is triggering the, the procrastination? Why, why do you procrastinate? Like, what happens that causes procrastination to be the result you know what i mean like what is the trigger i don't know maybe it's just the fact that i have so many ideas in my head and i want to put on paper i just for some reason um i don't know how to do that i mean that's probably why i'm so much so you feel like Um, it's kind of like overwhelmed because you have a lot of ideas yes i have too many ideas I know exactly what the book's gonna happen. I know, I, I know from the beginning to the end. I know exactly. What, I know exactly what's happening. I just don't know how to get out and face it. So that's the hard part. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So back to the the trigger of procrastination. If you did know the answer to the trigger, what do you think it would be? Okay. Um, it doesn't have to be a perfect answer. Just if you did know the answer, what do you think? It did. Oh my god, that's 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 tough one. Tough one. Um, I'm thinking it's probably probably trying to sit down, just like sit down, just think about it, and then and like, oh, you know, I'll, I'll try it tomorrow. Yeah, <laughs> that kind of thing. You know, you go, you sit down at the computer, you have the word open. I, yeah. I have, you know, I have a Macintosh. Woohoo! So I go <laughs> on my Mac there, you know, and I'm just like, and one one thing with you, I had it started. I had the first chapter and had the first paragraph of it written because mm-hmm. I was out. It just it came to me automatically, and then my iPad broke and I freaking lost it. Luckily, mm-hmm. I remembered everything, but just have to go back and type it out again. That's right. just they're fine, but still annoying. <laughs> oh yeah, um, yeah, that can but, definitely be yeah. annoying to have gotten started and then have your laptop break, and then now you got to type it all out all over again after you just put in so much effort and so much focus into being creative and and getting it out. I know. I totally get it. Totally get it. So what I'm hearing you say is that a trigger for you, a reason why you procrastinate is because it's 
easier, you tell yourself that I will get started tomorrow. It's like, it's that feels better for you to, to say, I'm going to get started tomorrow. Is that right? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay, cool. I totally understand. So just, just walk with me for a minute. Okay. Just um, try to dispense any, like any ideas that you have or any, just anything that you're thinking right now, just pause that and just follow me for a second. Okay. Okay. So what would your life look like if you stopped procrastinating? Like what would be possible for you if you stopped procrastinating? Um, people maybe can see my creativity, I guess. Um, maybe well, if, some you, more if you told yourself, I, I'm not going to put off anything until tomorrow anymore. So everything that I want to get done whether it's a book, whether it's starting dinner, whether it's whatever it is, you, you, if you no longer told yourself, I will get started tomorrow, what would your life look like? Um, well, that's, that's, uh, that's one. Um, I don't know, really. Um, <laughs> You're not allowed to say I don't I know. Mean, Just think about it. If you did know the answer, what would the answer be? My life would be hectic. Why would it be? Because I have so many. Because I because I have a lot of things to do. I have to go to work and stuff like that. And um, I mean, not hectic, but it'd be it'd be it'd be busy. It'd, mm-hmm. it'd be pretty busy because mm-hmm. I still have to do a future hunt that I started, which I haven't finished yet. <laughs> mm-hmm. So that too. So and uh, yeah. Okay, uh, so what I'm hearing you say is that the idea of being busy doesn't feel good to you no no okay no. Because, see that's interesting because and I'm, I'm glad that we we got to this because sometimes there there are people who are motivated by being busy they're motivated by having a lot of things on their to-do list having a full calendar of back to back to back to back meetings like they get adrenaline from that right but what you're saying is you would prefer to go at a slower pace. And, and that's yeah. why um, procrastination is being triggered because you feel like, you know, writing this book makes you busy. Getting started on this book makes you feel busy. And you don't like that feeling. So you say, I'm going to get started tomorrow when I have less things to do, when I have more time, when, you know, I have more energy and all that kind of stuff. Is that right? Yeah, that, that pretty much puts it in a nutshell right there. Boom. Yeah. All right, cool. So I'm glad. I'm glad that we, we uncovered that. Awesome. Okay. So to answer your question, how to stop procrastinating, um, for you, you would just need to learn how to um, schedule, like break down this project enough where you can start taking action on it without being too busy with it you know so instead of trying to write two chapters in a day or finishing a whole section in one day maybe you can write one paragraph a day or get one idea out at a time so let's say you have an idea for the the main character and the secondary character to have some kind of dispute in the story you can write that like you can write out that whole idea in one sitting or one session 
And then the next day you can move on to the next event or the next big idea that you have instead of trying to get it all out in, you know, five hours or eight hours or however much time you set aside to do it. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Does it sound like something that'll work for you or does it feel overwhelming? No, it feels, it, it, it feels pretty good. And like I said, like even one paragraph or something a day or an hour, whatever, whatever, yeah. um, it could help for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Cool. And even, even if you feel like one hour is, is, is still a lot because you're so busy and you know, you, you work long hours and you come home and you're tired and that kind of thing. You can even say, I'm going to sit down and write for 15 minutes, like whatever it is. And it doesn't have to be every single day. It's whatever your lifestyle allows, whatever, you know, works best for you. So there's no pressure. Right. I mean, I, I mean, I mean, my, uh, my old tutor growing up, used to tutor me for school. She always tell me, Stephen, sometimes books take three years to write. Sometimes they go back and they, and they read to it. I mean, yep. sometimes like some writers will read over the manuscripts. Hey, you know, I want to change this. So it's, you're always constantly changing things anyway. So, you know, exactly. tell me that too, which, you know, I mean, she was, she taught, she was taught, like she taught English and resource and MA, elementary school and she also taught the junior high and so she knows as well, like, you know, coming from a teacher's point of view, she says, well, you know, writers are, you know, always go back. Right. Yeah. So you always, it's never going to be perfect right away. So. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Very, very true. All right. Hit me with your next point or question. Five. What is a good way to help get thoughts and ideas on paper? Okay. So what do you mean? Because, of course, we know if you want to get your ideas on paper, write it down on paper, right? <laughs> so what do you mean by this question? Like, what's a good way to express okay. what you want to portray, I guess? Like, I mean, like, they say, like, brainstorming is one. Like, maybe doing a pie chart or doing a graph or doing beginning, middle, end section. So, that you... kind of But how do I be able to, like, do that? Does that make any sense? <laughs> so what I'm hearing you ask is how do you um get your creative juices flowing and, and get your ideas out of your brain? Yeah, that's pretty much what I was trying to say. <laughs> <laughs> I, I should have reworded it a better way, but I didn't I didn't think no, no, these yeah. questions are, they're great. It's nothing, I just didn't understand this one when I, when I was reading it. So I'm glad that you clarified. Thank you. This is a great question. Okay, so what helps you to feel inspired and creative? Um, well, music, music, of course. And uh, sometimes I reread my favorite book too to get inspiration as well because I'm, um, because that's that's where I'm getting most of my inspiration actually from the Godfather itself. Because mm-hmm. that that shows me of how the mafia is, like the Cosa Nostra. That's what they call them. It's our thing called um, Cabo Regime is a captain in the mafia clan. So I get my I get me I get most of my inspiration from the book. 
Okay, cool. So that's how I know about the market. So the more the more I know about them, it's easier for me to write. So oh wow, I can ask my own question. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. All right. <laughs> okay. That's how you get your thoughts also, out on paper. <laughs> also, so my second favorite book is Health Too. Okay. So I'm I'm also trying to get the the look of how back in back in the sixties, how you know everything was so like yeah yada yada mm-hmm. so i'm also i'm also trying because basically again based in deep south new orleans so um, i also want to explain a different character who comes from a different background as well as the civilian mafia mafia chief too so i'm gonna have more than one main character to kind of tie because i mean because i mean it's the 40s so i mean the 40s you know i want to try and name name uh Realistic, but as well as respectful, obviously. Two right. different dialects, how people talk, and whatnot. Yeah. But you know, that time wasn't really hunky dory, so, so <laughs> I wanted to show some conflict and you know some positive parts of it too, because there were people that were very liberal and they stood up and said, "Nope, not happening here," kind of thing, you know. Mm-hmm. So, um, I, you know, having maybe having, for example, having an African American French detective. That's going to take down the Sicilian Mafia that's in Richmond, Sicily, and and have, and have his detective as I'm going to have him have him as an Irish guy, from, you know, from Ireland. So I want to I want to show some diversity, but I also want to show some connect. You know what I mean? Like I want I want it to all somehow connect together and make it like you know hopefully be a big thing. Hopefully, because you know I want to show that everybody is has a story to tell. Of yeah. course, scares be fictional, obviously, but mm-hmm. at least be some sort of moral to it, I guess. So That's I guess dope. My age is falling, I guess, in my brain. Yeah, I can hear it. I, I hear you flowing. That's why I'm letting you flow. Are You You better be writing this down or recording it somewhere. Oh, actually, you know what? You will get a replay of this. So, like, because this is being published, you can always go back and listen to this and and, and write it down, get your creative juices flowing again. And get in your zone and and really like write this book for real, you know? Because I can hear that you're in yeah. your zone, you're in the flow right now, and that's why I was letting you just you know just just be there, just sit there for a minute, so you can remember what it feels like to just be excited about your dream, you know? Yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah, man. All right, hit me with the next question. What layout should I use to to prepare the giraffe? Okay, First so draft. for this one, I have no idea, no idea. Um, what I would say though is to just do some research and and look okay. at the different options that are out there, and then decide what works best for you and the type of book that you're writing. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's yeah. All right, show me with the next one. Seven. What should I expect from the reader? when they read the finished novel. Okay. What so, is, what does this mean? What What are you, what is, I don't understand the question. So, you know, when somebody reads a book and they give you feedback and they say, mm-hmm. oh, great. Um, so, pretty much it's like, well, is what should I, you know, expect when someone says, hey, Stephen, you know, should, should, should I expect negative comments, positive comments? Oh, I see. Yeah. Um, and uh, 
you know, and, and of course, of course, I take feedback seriously. So I want to try and write as much detail as I can. Right. So, okay. Uh, so what I would say is, um, first, what type of comments would you like to receive? How do you want people to respond to you? I mean, I hope they like it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I do know, I mean, crime fiction is pretty popular in, in the literary world. And so, I mean, I'm writing books that's going to be quite, I mean, that has, I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, the King of Mafia is clearly the Godfather and the Cordon is, right? So I want, I don't want to try and top that, but I want to try to keep it on that same level. So hopefully mm-hmm. I can get positive comments and, and stuff like that. I know some books get pretty bad comments. Okay. Or some books, right? No. Cool. So what I do is I actually write down the type of comments that I want my clients to say after working with me in one of my programs. So you can do the, the exact same thing with your book. You can write down, you know, people said this about my book, like, and write down everything you want them to say. This was so amazing. It was so inspiring. Oh, I like how he talked about this character and how he connected it to this event that actually happened in real life. And I like how he used his creativity to, you know, blah, 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 whatever it is. Like, write down every single thing that you want your audience to say about the book when they read it. Like, write it all down in a Google document or something, somewhere where you can, like, pull it out and read it over again. And so on the days when you're not feeling inspired to write or on the days when um, like you just you're tired and you want to kind of give up on on the book and the whole idea of publishing a book and all that stuff. You can pull out this document and remember, like, this is what I'm fighting for. These are the people that I'm here to serve. These are the this is what people are going to say when the book comes out. And this is why I'm doing this. Right. Right. So. Mm-hmm. I, I know it's it sounds kind of like weird and like why would you do that you don't even know what they're really gonna say but I, I do that because one of my mentors taught me that when you begin from with the end in mind like when you start a project with the end result that you want already like ingrained in your mind it's easier to create that amazing product you know what I mean yeah for sure. I mean, it, it does make sense. Yeah. Um, and, um, you know, I, you know, uh, a good person always tells me, well, if you do something that doesn't make sense, it's usually not true. <laughs> <laughs> so that, I mean, that actually makes sense because you're, it's going to motivate you to, to always do better. So that means. Definitely. So definitely. That makes, that makes perfect sense. Yeah. And it helps you to, to stay aligned with your core message. Because for me, for example, with my programs, I write things like my clients say, oh, I learned how to um, get rid of my limiting beliefs. And I learned how to actualize my goals in 90 days or less and blah, blah, blah. And so when I do updates to the program or when I'm coaching someone one-on-one, I'm thinking about those comments in the back of my mind. So it keeps me focused. I know exactly what the aim is. I want to teach you how to do X, Y, Z, right? I have clear outcomes for everything that I do in the program and in the, in the one-on-one sessions. So it's going to be the same for you with your book. 
when you know exactly what you want your your community to say about you after reading the book or say about the book after reading it, then you have clear objectives. You know exactly how to um, write out the storyline because you know what you want them to say. You want them to say, this is amazing. Oh, this character was so charming. I'm sad that he died. Oh, this guy, I can't believe he was in the mafia. He was such a sweet guy. Oh, this one went to jail. Like, you know what I mean? You you have yeah, yeah. objectives. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was like it was like when it was like when it's like when I was reading The Godfather and I got to a part where, you know, where Sonny Colone was, you know, killed at the the Long Beach Causeway mm-hmm. and and the and the Italian family came out with the guns during blazing and dying just like I'm not surprised that he died because he has explosive temper and burn loss and it was killed <laughs> because of this. and then and I you know I, I mean I was impressed also I wasn't surprised because I, as I was reading the book I, I I knew I mean I mean I mean I read the book like over 10 times in my favorite book <laughs> so I know I know I know I know every line off by heart probably wow. now but I read get this in my favorite book and it's my one of my favorite movies and yeah. And you know, and Marlon Brando was one of the best favorite actor. He played he played a pretty good Don Vito. And Al Pacino played an awesome Michael Gordon. And it's just it's interesting because it's like, you know, I mean, back you know, and that, I think the first book was based in the forty, I think it's like forty five, forty six, you know, based in it, 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 it was after the, I think it was after the war, but over over in Germany and England. So but um but yeah, it's so a lot of times I read a book, I, I always ask those same questions. Oh, you know, for example, when I, you know, when I read The Help and towards the end where um, Octavia Spencer's character went over to her, her, her employer's house and she was frightened because the husband didn't know that she worked there. And yeah, oh, I was like, no, 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 you, you saved her life. And yeah. that that made I felt really happy. I'm just like, oh, I love this part because it's so happy. And then and then she made a big dinner and they had a big feast, you know, stuff like that. Like you, meant, you said that that's what I uh, that's what I expect for sure from readers. I, I want them to be happy when they read something that's happy, or be right. sad when something is sad. Right. Obviously, you get to express yourself somehow. So hopefully, um, hopefully that will be you know a good way to awesome. All right, cool. Let's do it. Let's do number eight. Okay. Um, how can I show culture in my novels in space in the South during the 1940s? So how can you show culture in the novel since it's based in the Deep South during the 1940s? Um, yeah, like like how like, you know, how the times they have uh, like how the times were, I guess. Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, of course, you know, especially during it's during a time where things were, you know, it's very controversial and there's a lot of you know, issues going on, lots of rights going on. I mean, they say well, a, lot, a lot of the best books are like that, like Tico Mockabird, yeah, that book is a freaking masterpiece. I um, love that book too. And The Giver, like, you know, 1984, you know, all, all those books are based, because I mean, the violence in English classes and essays yeah. are always based on conflict. It was like to put a book that's based on conflict or an essay about kind of thing. So, um, so how do I show up? I'm not the best person to ask this because I I don't even read like 
anything that is not based on real life. So I'm not the best person to ask about this. Maybe what you can do is actually invest in a writer's like online training program so that you can learn about how to um, include culture and um, okay. like, yeah, in- include all of these things in your writing so that you can be the best that you are so that you can unlock like the writer within you. You know what I mean? Because of course, right, right. you could go to like YouTube and, and, you know, all these masterclasses and seminars and learn, you know, these strategies, but it's better when you actually invest in one program that has exactly what you're looking for, because they've put everything you need in that program specifically to teach you how to write the book. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, for sure. For sure. For sure. Yeah. So I would, in, I would say invest in, um, in like some kind of aspiring writers or like, you know, how to publish your own book type of type of program and really do your research and like find the best of the best and invest because this is, this is your dream. This is a part of your life's work and you want to really put your best foot forward. And I'm not saying you can't make mistakes and you can't like, you know, work your way up to, to being the best, but I just mean be the best that you can be in the moment. Like when you publish the book. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like put your best foot forward from from right from the beginning instead of being sloppy and just like being sloppy. Like why not give it all that you have, even if it's not at the level that you want it to get to. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. How does that sound? Good. Good. Um, Okay, cool. How are you feeling so far? I feel a little bit, um, I feel motivated. I feel a little bit more motivated and less, um, what's the word, less, uh, like I feel, I feel, I feel a little bit more enlightened, I guess. That's gonna, mm-hmm. you know, that's gonna help me feel sit down and just start writing. Um, which is good. I'm also, that, you know, I'm also pretty, I'm also pretty stressed person too. So I have the, Almighty Father up there to guide me. That God to guide me too. <laughs> Definitely. Definitely. I mean, I'm... All right, shoot me your last question. Okay. Uh, well, we answered most of them already. Uh, Tim, is, is there any places that might help, help get over my writer's block? I think we kind of already answered that question. Yeah, yeah we did. <laughs> uh, and uh, number nine is, what is a realistic completion date? So, okay. Um, so but I don't know if there is really answer for that. It's just based on you, I guess, right? <laughs> Come on. Yes. Yes, exactly. Exactly. It all depends on, on when you want to finish it, your lifestyle and what works best for you. So because you don't like, we, we discovered that you don't like to feel busy. You don't like to have back to back to back projects, meetings, all that kind of stuff. So um, you can just create a schedule that works best for you so that you can actually start getting results. And the completion date, honestly, I would say it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter when it's done because there's no rush. And that's not to say that no. you have all the time in the world, but that just means, I, I just want you to take your time with this. Like this is your first book um, and you're learning everything as you go, you know? So 
Don't put a right. deadline on it. Don't don't put pressure on yourself to say, okay, by you know, 2025, I gotta have this book out into the world. You know, make it realistic to your lifestyle. Yeah. 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 Don't put that pressure yeah. on yourself. Yeah, for sure. Take it one day at a time. Exactly. Exactly. And like create a routine with your new schedule, but make sure that it works for you. Like be an experimenter, create a routine. And if you feel like it's causing overwhelm or it's making you feel busy, then readjust things. You know, if you, if you only feel comfortable working on it, let's say three times a week and, and that's for 30, 30 minutes every time, then that's a good schedule for you. Keep that, do that, be consistent with that, and you'll see results. You'll see progress. But if you don't have right. a consistency and if you don't have a routine and you're not actually working on your, your book, then you're not going to see any results. You're not going to make any progress. And then, you know, five, 10 years down the line, you're going to be like, hey, what happened to that book I was supposed to write? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, 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 sure, for sure. Yeah. Awesome, awesome, awesome. So how are you feeling? Yeah, I feel more. I feel more determined now. Woo, that's good. Uh, maybe I'll hopefully. Um, hopefully, well, I mean, I'm well. I mean, I'm at the. I'm at Sobeys tomorrow, so I won't be able very when I'm at Sobeys. That'd be scary. So, <laughs> hope, um, hopefully, I'm thinking. Yeah, maybe I'll uh, sit down the computer later tonight. Usually, I'm usually wide awake. I'm usually my brain. I'm weird. I'm a night person, so. I'm in my brain's wild awake at nighttime, so I'll probably have I'll probably sleep a little bit more today and be up at like ten o'clock tonight. You may do some writing tonight. Then yeah, I get try to rewrite rewrite what I what I lost. Awesome, and, um, awesome. So I hope it went finished. Hopefully, um, I'll send you a, I'll send you a published copy. Yes, please. I would love that. And I'll autograph it. Yes, please. Uh-huh. Your number one fan right here. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hopefully, yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah, awesome. Like- so now let me know what is the one thing that you're gonna start doing like today to, to get your book off the ground? One thing, one thing that you took away from this episode. Um if I uh like, like, even just like go through my pair of and just and just re and just re 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 reread a few lines just to get the just get the inspiration going, which will maybe make me sit down and just start writing my start, start writing my feelings out on paper, ideas out on paper. That will trigger something. That will trigger me to break through that procrastination and stuff like that for sure. I know that. That's awesome. gonna work. It's enough, you know, not automatically. Awesome, awesome, yeah. awesome. Good. I'm glad to hear that. And what I actually want you to do, so that I can hold you accountable, is I want you to do that. Write, write all that stuff out, and then send me a picture. So if you write it out in a book, take a picture and send it to me. Or if you write it out on your phone in like a Google Doc or something, or even Evernote, you can take a screenshot and send it to me. Just so that I can hold you accountable and see that, okay, you're actually taking action and this was not a waste of time. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, for sure. All right. So there you have it. I hope, I really, really hope that 
you got some nuggets from this episode. I hope that it inspired you to get to work on your goals. I hope that it it really helped you to see that anything is possible for you. All right. I love you. I'm so grateful that you come here week after week after week and listen to these episodes. You binge listen to the podcast and you share it with your friends. I'm super, super grateful to to just be a part of this community and to just know you. All right. So send me a DM on Instagram. Let me know what your biggest takeaway was. And like I always say, it's time to stop dreaming and start doing. I hope this was helpful. Enjoy your week. Ta-ta.